Alfredo, Alfredo. Welcome back to Cocktail Cinema, your weekly movie review podcast. As always, I am your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, Josh Price, and I am joined by my good friends, Greg and Shasti. How are we doing, boys? Alfredo, Alfredo. Welcome back to the studio, everybody. Mm-hmm. Today, we are going to be discussing the Italian classic Cinema Paradiso. This movie came out in 1988. It was directed by Giuseppe Tornatore. Had a, a decent budget of $5 million. And we had a, a box office return of just under $12.4 million. So a decent success decent, there. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. And uh, I think a lot of its success kind of lies on uh, the shoulders of its actors. These right. were some great performances. Right, right, right. Let's uh, allow Greg, me. Who who do I have in front of me? Let, let's let's hear it. You have Toto. So Toto's played by three individuals: mm-hmm. Salvatore Casillo, which is a young boy; Marco Leonardi is his midlife kind of guy; um, and Jacques Perrin is stand-in white guy. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but from there, uh, Alfredo um, is kind of the, the other biggest part of the story. Um, mm-hmm. Felipe Nore and um, his Toto's mom Maria is played by Antonella Attili. Mm-hmm. Um, and Specifico, Enzo Canavale. Um, and then the father, the, you know, the church is brought in this a little bit by Father Adelfio, Leopoldo Trista. And that kind of rounds it out. There's a lot of other people that play parts, but these are the main guys. Yeah, it's a, it's a very small ensemble. Mm-hmm. It really, it's, it's about, you know, Alfredo and Toto. Right. So it's about four people, right, like right. four actors. Um, you know, and, and you know what? Before we get into that, I'm a little thirsty. Okay. Oh, you all know how I feel about my wine. I love a good vino. And today uh, I figured to go with this Italian classic. We sip on an Italian classic. So we are working with the Santa Margarita uh, Chianti Reserve. Mm -hmm. This is their 2017. Um, It is obviously a red wine, uh, very high on the tannin scale. And uh, you know what? Greg is more of a sommelier than I am. So we're going to take a sip and let's see what you got, man. Just a sip here. We gotta get the nose feel. You gotta, you gotta sip it with your mm. tobacco up front for sure. Dark cherries. Hmm. That's nice. <coughs> woodsy, woodsy. You can oak. taste all that without even tasting it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. wild. <laughs> He's good, man. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Way dry up front. Mm-hmm. But it's just the front of the tongue that's real dry. Yeah, kind of numbs out the back end. Mm-hmm. The and back is real and juicy. And now, now your mouth is producing. Saliva, mm-hmm. which makes it that ooh, buddy, it's a, a very full wine. mouth. Yeah, a decent wine. There it is. Um, <sighs> I like it a lot. I like it a lot. So get, I'm getting a little chocolate there too. Yeah, on the not at the milk, end, not milk, chocolate, dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm. Almost, uh, almost wow. a mocha chocolate. Dark this chocolate, is a dark, dark cherries. This is a good. tongue coder. Oh yeah, nice. this is a this good is a, one. This is a good wine, dude. So uh, we like to pride ourselves on being able to uh, ball on a budget. So this bottle of wine cost me uh, just under twenty-five bucks. So okay, yeah, that's good. It's like in that nice little kind yeah. of below mid-level, but still really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. It just goes to show, like you don't have to spend, you know, fifty, a hundred bucks on yeah. a bottle of wine to get something. good. I really enjoy this one. And again, Santa Margarita. Uh, this is their Chianti Reserve from what was this four years ago? Oh, four-year-old wine. It might be the oldest one we've had in a while. Some farber beans with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clarice. All now, right. um, one of the things that kind of stuck out to me, uh, just right off the bat, so I don't remember where I know him from, but the, the guy that plays, plays Alfredo mm-hmm. and the guy that plays old Toto, 
they're both like relatively big names in film back then, especially the guy that played Old Toto. I was going to say that. Um, what was he, his name again? Do you remember? Um, yeah, I can pull it back. Yeah, let's grab that because um, it, it's Jacques Perrin, right? Yeah, Jacques Perrin. Jacques Perrin. Um, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll have to look that up later, but he's he was a big name. You know, it kind of seems then. like that, the way they kind of they started and end with, ended the film with mm-hmm. him. Um, it seemed that way, that he was kind of a face to a name. And like I said, that... I said the white guy that they threw in there. I didn't mean that. Like, <laughs> well, I mean he's Italian, yes, so. But it's just it, like Toto's so dark, you know, mm-hmm. coming up, darker, darker complexion, and all of a sudden, like there's this white guy with gray hair, you know. Yeah, but, but it worked, yeah. you know. Well, and it's it's very interesting that they not only bookend the story with him, but he's he's interjected. He's got very little, uh, very few lines. Right. Very, it's a very right. small speaking part, mm-hmm. but. Every time the lightning flashes, like we we step out of the flashback mm-hmm. and back to the current time, and he's just laying in bed, remembering yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah. And it's it's a really good way to frame a movie that's entirely flashback. Yeah, and I thought that added to the amount of cinematography to this film. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lighting and darkness, the shadows. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I don't know if there's been a better film that's kind of created that kind of unique. I don't know. Just it's, that's something. It's, it's just, based it, around it, it an builds. old theater and, mm-hmm. and right. projectors. And yeah, exactly. yeah. It's so all like about that the flipping light. stuff. Yeah. That epilepsy. Kind like of even just right. even just like the the infamous like uh, courtyard scene or the mm-hmm. town square scene right. where they shine the, the film mm-hmm. outside. It's just like you you need dark lighting to achieve yeah. Yeah. that. You know yeah, what I sure. mean? You need to be knowledgeable about film to mm-hmm. achieve that. We we love covering yeah movies about film. You yeah. know what I mean? About this is actually I think this I think I picked this one. Um, yeah, yeah, you've been you've been, I, you've been talking this love this for a long time. I saw this in high school when I was taking like a, a film appreciation class, you know, mm-hmm. and this was one of the first ones we did, and I fell in love with it at eighteen or seventeen mm-hmm. years yeah. old, you know, which is this is not a teen film. This is a slow moving, you know, <laughs> yeah. slow paced film. It's, it's not, not like a, it's, it's not, <laughs> it's not the new Fast and Furious, you know. It's but I don't know something about it was I was drawn to it. Um, I think it was supposed to be set. You said eighty eight. Yeah. So this movie plays like a dark nineteen. 30s movie you know like well uh, i think the uh the timeline itself is actually uh from the 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 earliest flashback i think is early 30s yeah it sounds about right or late 20s mm-hmm. and the modern day per se like the the latest point in the film is probably late 70s yeah yeah i'd agree with that because i think he's he's like it's been 20 years yeah, they said after the 50, flashback 55. ends yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just kind of going on from the just adding the lightning with the mm-hmm. it, right off the bat, you're like submerged into lighting. And yeah, cool. And this uh, this goes on. It's been on everybody's <clears> list <throat> as far as the most possibly the best movie ever made as far as that goes. But romantic movies, mm-hmm. you're not going to get any better. And the romance doesn't. It's not a man and woman thing. It's a yeah. it's it's Toto and his and yeah. his life growing up. You know, with his interactions with Alfredo, um, his town, the cinema in general, his mm-hmm. mother, who's you know pining for his dad to come back from war as well. Mm-hmm. So many aspects of like romanticism, and I think the lighting and the cinematography played a huge role in this film. I would agree, and I think the fact that like Italian film has like Italian filmmakers have a much more firm grasp on the true nature of romance. Mm-hmm. Um, like even if you look at like spaghetti westerns, they're much more romantically right, shot right, than you, you know modern like like American westerns. Yeah. So you have just this whimsy that still carries with it a lot of weight. This movie is romantic without being happy. Right. This movie is very and it's realistic, comedic without being happy. <clears throat> too. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. Such, 
I think I feel like so many people get the romantic mixed up and like where it's a love it's a love yeah, song. It's yeah. a mm-hmm. it's a like it's, you said, like it's man, a whimsical mm-hmm. sweep me off my feet kind of thing. It's not that's not what romance is. It's like romance is feeling. Romance yeah. is emotion on every level. It's the know? human that, condition exactly, broken down in exactly. this movie. Like yep. between yeah. the like the the lighting like you're talking about and how the scenes were set up more romantically, mm-hmm. like you're saying even these westerns are. Mm-hmm. Just to like how you know this right. this old old man can be there for the, the this young yeah. young yeah. man and, and truly yeah. and truly and, love and him. they can yeah and how they can you know mm-hmm. it, being right in between those two you know yeah. what i mean you see both their sides well and there's there's an element of romance that that we really overlook in american like literature and film mm-hmm. where there is a kind of romance between a father and a son right and what you have in cinema paradiso is a man pining for a son mm-hmm. Not in a like I'm gonna get it kind of way, no, but of course. just a I I need to yeah. feel this love right. in my life. And he said something in the movie that was um, when I have children, I'll, that's what I'll tell them. Yeah, know, you know. And he, I don't know what what was going on with him and his wife or whatever. That's mm-hmm. it hasn't really been played out. So it's it's a total movie. So mm-hmm. I mean, but just the love between those two, and then you know the, the shock and love and shock and awe between him and his mom. You know, they're struggling. You know, mm-hmm. they're poor. You know, and trying to make ends meet and this kid's spending 50 50 whatever yeah not dollars at the at the cinema and you know Alfredo's got his back like, 50 don't, not <laughs> you know it's just I don't know just covering each it's, other's well, back and, and I think scenes. we all kind of identify with Toto here mm-hmm. because that love of film and wanting to see it in its entirety and understand it in its entirety is a very visceral right. kind of romance right. like we we started this podcast to yeah really be romantic about mm-hmm. film right and you know, I, I think I gotta, I gotta stop you there I'm yeah. sorry to do it but you, you sparked a good point um, as far as taking out the romance mm-hmm. so let's set the precedent for the movie yes they, so the, every movie that was shown at the, at the cinema was had to be okayed by mm-hmm. the the father the bishop yeah, the, of, pa- of the, city. The, the pastor yeah um, so he took out every kissing scene he rang a little bell you mm-hmm. know and so like this movie when we talk about it being so romantic for them to take out every kissing scene out of every movie Mm -hmm. is like it just plays into that and like young toto is kind of taking these little um, you know scraps from self just to kind of go over and i don't know you talked about before how even the love of film is romanticized and how he was able to take these um you know yeah uh, the little film strips film strips and he knows every word before Mm -hmm. that are upcoming to now he's filling in filling in said movie with yeah. What he's yeah. There's a there's a scene the where after he comes back from from the theater, he he has this little like tin box mm-hmm. at home with all these little film strips that he's he's taken that were cut out of other movies, and he he takes them out one by one, like like in that scene there, and right. uh, he's he's like you said he's he's, he's doing the lines mm-hmm. word for word like verbatim. It's like he's watching TV. Yeah. You know, he gets yeah. Home, he's almost getting home from work mm-hmm. with Alfredo right. all day, and he's like. Instead of playing yeah. with like action figures, he's got this movie playing in his right. head. Right, and he holds them up in front of the candle to yeah. illuminate them. Mm-hmm. And you know, you don't really know if that's because his mom and his dad. You know, his dad was in a war and he never came back. Um, you know, maybe he's trying to connect the blanks, mm-hmm. connect the dots with that between his his own mother's relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that's again, it adds to the mystique and the mystery of mm-hmm. love and romance. You know, it's well, and I'm I'm gonna go back to you know what I was saying about you know. Alfredo pining for a son, mm-hmm. you know, Toto was pining for a father of course, and of neither of them walked into that cinema with that intention, right. but that's what they found. Mm-hmm. So it, the underlying message of this movie 
is you don't know what you're going to find when you walk into a film, mm -hmm. but there's a chance it will be worthwhile and la and last a lifetime. And it's, it's that this is Robin Williams. This is what Robin Williams was talking about in dead poet society the whole time. He's like, we, we go to work to survive, but we, we live for art and poetry. And that's what this is. This is art and poetry in, in cinema. Right. Yeah. Like this is one of the most poetic films Agreed. I have ever seen. Agreed. Not just romantic, but poetic. Mm -hmm. I think, like romanticism aside, even though that's great, and the drama, the comedy that is just intertwined throughout that, right? There's mm -hmm. still like that obvious symbolism of just like the what classism was at that yes. time too, true. and Very how true. like Very true. and how like you see even after the the cinema gets burned down, mm -hmm. all the people in the town are like. Oh, who has money to to fix this? And it's yeah. it's snapshots of the, the priest cutting the ribbon, you know. So yeah. it's like the church yeah. Yeah. tied in with you know what I mean mm -hmm. with 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 uh, the town and the politics and like you see the people up on the upper balcony, they're mm -hmm. literally spitting at the lower yeah. class throughout. Yeah, the, and that's an obvious, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. that's an obvious connection. It was throughout like the whole Spicafio thing. that I was saying before. Yeah, too. yeah. But with the the bomb in the up. square, and right. just like, right, right. There, there's an obvious separation. Of classism and how that kind of yeah. like plays out. And that's out exactly to, what they were used for, for sure. It's yeah. A nice pickup on that one, for sure. And it's it's a very interesting snapshot of post-war society, like mm -hmm. post-World War One, and to some extent post-World War Two in in Italy. Like this is, for lack of a better term, suburban Italia. Yeah, right, right. You know, and and there very one much was a class one, divide one, there. One one store that everybody goes to. Mm -hmm. Everybody yeah, has yeah. a job. But but in these little towns, the divide was clearer mm -hmm. because all these people live next door. Right. Like you've got, you've got the homeless guy that, you know, this, this town square is mine. My square, my yeah. Square. And everybody knew him by name because regardless of class, mm -hmm. you went to the same theater. Right. You all wound up in the same right. place. Right. And there is, there is a, 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 a uh, beautifully morbid, way of looking at that like everybody winds up in the same box mm -hmm. while everybody winds up in the same right and i think that's exactly what they were trying to get across i think you're spot on with that for sure um because you looked at even at the um at alfredo's um funeral procession mm -hmm. they brought up everybody that was there like the man and woman yeah. that hooked up there she, she was in the top and he was mm -hmm. in the bottom they hooked up yeah yeah um mm -hmm. they brought it like i didn't three, notice that but yeah three, i think there was like four to five different characters that were in that cinema that they kind of pinpointed mm -hmm. only by use of camera not like lines mm -hmm. and not a true character but then they watched them grow mm -hmm. into like now 20 30 years later mm -hmm. now they have the same kind of thing so it's like it's really cool how they told the, the main story mm -hmm. the outlying story and then like these these things you just kind of see throughout the movie that pick up every they kind of just bolster every thought you're having about the movie like yes yeah. it's exactly what i'm thinking this Mm -hmm. like you said well this world is very lived in the, yeah and it's it, while the a plot and really the only plot is, is circling Alfredo and Toto. Mm -hmm. There is a whole world out there. Right. There are wars going on. There are men who haven't come back mm -hmm. from war. There mm -hmm. are broken families. Right. There's there's a whole society just in this town, and yeah. we know there's more outside of that because that's Alfredo has a very like goodwill hunting moment yeah, with Toto. It's like get out of this Perfect. town and go make something of yeah. yourself. Don't I don't remember. So there's a whole world out there. Think about us. Don't mm -hmm. don't call your mom. Don't call me. We're not friends. Yeah. Get, get out of here. Leave. Mm -hmm. Don't ever come back. Don't look back. And he did just that until Alfredo died. Yeah. Mom said, I haven't seen you in 30 years. And mm -hmm. then he, she makes that snide comment when he's coming through the door. Oh, are you? You know, are, 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 are you? Are you? Are you? Are you jet lagged? But no, it takes an hour to get here. Like, you probably shouldn't tell me that after 25 or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's 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 
chock full of like that quirky kind of humor mm-hmm. and then those big gut-wrenching moments. I mean, especially um, this flash forward now, I suppose. Um, but like the box that we were talking about, how mm-hmm. he's, he was so connected with those those strips. Yeah. Um, so Alfredo made him a promise early in the movie that mm-hmm. they're yours to keep, but we'll keep them here. And that was a big drawing point to the end when after the uh, after Alfredo passed and the funeral procession goes on, um, he's alone in in the theater mm-hmm. and he's playing, yeah, yeah, playing the uh, the kissing the, parts that were yeah. taken out by by the by the pastor of the time that Toto knew front and back because he saw all mm-hmm. of them. But it's twenty minutes of uh, you yeah, know, just just kissing it's a from, from like of the, all the stuff from, that was and taken from out. every country too. It wasn't. It mm-hmm. was, I thought that was really cool because they, they had American stuff in there. Mm-hmm. There's they some had Hunk France, Bogart, yeah, there's, exactly. Yeah, yeah like really, it's, uh, uh, it's yeah. like what made him obviously as a kid. It's like literally, the, yeah. the you know the picture, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I yep. mean? Yeah. But it's it's like you said when he left, he was told just just to go, yeah, mm-hmm. go, forget about everything. And you know what I mean? And and he said, "That's the romance." Come back when I die. But he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that adds so much to where it's like it does. He he forgot about that all of that until he was back in the theater. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. It's yep. And it's, it's getting the chills a little bit. I know. And he was never really <laughs> find romance himself. You know, his yeah, mom commented yeah. on saying like every time yeah. I call you, there's a different woman that answers this, that, and the other. Are you okay, Toro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's not. He he was just those are just movies to him. Well, he's he's fine. And that's yeah. the that's the thing that. I love stories like this mm. that don't have that happy ending right. because Same. it doesn't happen for even most people, right. you know, and, and I'm, I'm going to get a little dark here. Cause mm-hmm. like, I think we over romanticize the sexual side of romance. Exactly. And we forget that there is romance in nature. There is mm-hmm. romance Absolutely. in art. There is romance in solitude. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And we, we make the assumption just like Toto's mother that, if you are not romantically involved with a partner, mm-hmm. you have not lived fully. Yep. But clearly, Toto has lived a full, successful right. life. Right. And the most the most powerful relationship he had was with just this GED graduate mm-hmm. that lived in his town that right. cared about him. And I thought it was kind of freaking crazy that he never like owed owned up to the point of burning his face off but you know that goes without yeah, saying yeah. <laughs> i mean that it's not surprising though at that point in the movie you would think that like he'd be like oh well crap. what it's like two hours and 15 minutes so at that point in the movie it's literally an hour and 40 minutes of him just mm-hmm. lying and setting shit on fire yeah like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's like I get it. You know what I mean? The kids kids are terrible with that age. When I watch this, I'm like, he is awful. <laughs> well, and I think the fire also has kind of a secondary purpose. Yeah, yeah I agree. Because totally. there's been two of them now. Well, and on so so to fire, fire is within. quick. Yeah. Fire is fire doesn't last. Yeah. And it just tears away all the things that don't last. Mm-hmm. It takes it takes all impermanence with it. Perfect. And yeah. all that's left is the stone. And you know, after after Toto's life kind of burns down when his, when his girlfriend's family really interferes in his quote unquote romantic mm-hmm. life and, and he's told to leave town, all that he's left with is what is his, is himself that he's made of stone at this point. He feels unromantic. He feels unfulfilled. He's moving on to what's he's moving on to rebuild, which is exactly what they did with the cinema. Mm-hmm. Who has the, who has the resources to rebuild Toto does because Toto's seen it done. Right. 
Right. And then I, I wasn't maybe I was lacking on this film as far, I don't really know why he was why he was so successful. I don't know really what he did in Rome when he went there. Uh he 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 went into film. I I, I thought so. I, yeah. I, I wasn't sure if it was yeah. like production or yeah, he's a, he makes movies. Okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, that I thought was, that was that a was thing. his whole thing. That was that was where I was like like you said. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily need to have like uh, Toto's mom's outlook on, ro- on mm-hmm. romance. I think she played a very small part, but she was very necessary. No, I'm just saying that's mm-hmm. like when people's perspective of romance, yes. like we were mm-hmm. saying, where this common. kid just had a burning fire with him, lived mm-hmm. out this passion. I've I kind of put like all the things like I loved you know talk radio as a kid, like sports radio as a mm-hmm. kid. Like I just love producing podcasts too. But it's yeah. one of those things where it's like he really did it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Set yeah. up from a little kid because he had the guidance from a guy like Fredo right. mm-hmm. to go. And starting off from this, yeah, to making, you know what I mean, to making yeah. movies mm-hmm. in the in the theater, mm-hmm. just it's it's, inspiring. it's, it's, it's light, it's light and dark. It's like a very balanced movie. It very, is. It very. is. There's, there's so much humor, so much drama, so much sadness, so much mm-hmm. reflection. Yeah, so it's, much balance to where they like didn't allow kisses in the theater, but like <laughs> people are having sex. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, just I, even look at that shot right there. Like, just look at the use of just like. Mm-hmm. The, expression, expression, and like the the the, the haze, mm-hmm. the the light light fixtures. They get they they have a seat balanced, down here you know? in, in the foreground, right. and the focus on him. It right. really puts you in the role. Yeah, right, the, yeah. The, right there. It's, it's like much, you turned around and saw him. It's much more. That's why. That's when we keep saying cinematography, films, baby. Films about film. Yeah. That really right. focus on projection. Yeah. And and illumination. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's really just Perfect. this. This reminded me uh, a lot of a guide to recognizing your saints. Oh, yeah, where yeah. it's a it's a guy who left his hometown to be successful and and comes back and relives the reason that he left to be successful. Yeah. And I think we are a very nostalgic people. I'm a very nostalgic person. Right. Yeah. And sometimes so many people. sometimes yeah. you've got to really let go of your nostalgia in order to be your best. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, when when somebody passes away, you have to let them go. When something doesn't work out, you got to let it go. Mm-hmm. You cannot live mm-hmm. in that burned out cathedral amen brother you've mm-hmm. got to move on and make something new right and that's what this movie is about that's, i think that's it dude. there's so many movies that have drawn from this whether intentionally or not that Perfect. hands down yeah. this is the best version of this story good i'm glad you I liked agree. it i'm glad you liked I it for sure. this, this is the like first time i've ever seen it i, I thought this anomaly. was i didn't know that until five minutes ago i thought this was josh, one of josh's picks. <laughs> oh no 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 because <laughs> I, I, I thought it was it. city of god was the kind of like what we were pushing yeah, for the, yeah. one of the forums mm-hmm. and i thought his response no, this was no, all Greg. This is beautiful. This was all Greg. Greg and I have Thanks been talking about this movie for two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah excellent. It's one of my pick. favorites. Excellent of all time. pick. Thank you. Um, and that said, mm-hmm. let's move on to our final segment. I smell some and, cilantro uh, onions. Yeah, I'm feeling a little hungry. Let's uh, let's order some tacos, Greg. Okay. We're, the, we're we're at Tacos Tacos Tacos, mm-hmm. where they have the all tomato taco. I don't do all tomato. I'm a Tomatoes all the way down. Nope, no deluxe here. <laughs> um. This movie really does it for me. Yeah. Obviously, you know that. Um, I think, like I said about balance and bringing it all together, the cinematography is perfect, on point. I don't think there's, I'm, I'm hard pressed to find a better movie that has done more with lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Interactions, you know, we talk about me being a character guy. I love what's going on there. This movie mm-hmm. gets a 94 for me. 94 tacos. Excellent, excellent. Shasta. I'm gonna give it a 89. Ooh. I think I gave Godfather Part One a ninety mm-hmm. for the use of of lighting or mm-hmm. lack thereof, as as Greg's been pointing out this whole time. Yeah, um, which usually isn't my thing. I'm giving it a ninety. No, I'm giving it a ninety. Okay. It's, okay. That that 
you've seen in a lot of, of my things, it's like it could be 88 or 89, but 90 is kind of that, that next threshold. tier. Yeah, and it needs to be there. And I think everyone. I agree. I, I think anybody, even if you say you don't like reading subtitles, I say this shit. Like, mm. that, you go watch this movie. Yeah. It's great. Mm. Subtitles, you yeah. only notice them for 10 minutes. Get over yourselves and watch film, the fucking film. Film's about film, too. Yeah. I already said right, I'm a sucker right, for right. that. It's, they, they justified every aspect of it. I, uh, you know what? I am lining up directly with Grego. I'm giving this 94. Our first, this, our first double yeah. binger there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And this is the first film that everybody's given in a 90 plus. Wow. So my reasoning is, oh yeah, we're, gonna, we're right on par. We're right on par. Uh, this, this is an expertly made film to the point where the craft allows the themes to shine and being a music guy, like, like. This is Sonata form. This movie takes place right. in three in three stages. It's a perfect three act structure. It is a it is perfectly lit. It, it the the dialogue and lack of dialogue mm -hmm. is fantastic. It's gonna be golden. And I like that they didn't they didn't wuss out on the ending. They didn't make him happy at the end. Mm -hmm. They gave him a realistic ending, and that's gonna alienate some people. But it's what makes it. Great. You're not gonna even that alienates you. You're never gonna forget that end. Absolutely, right. Yeah. Right. absolutely. Uh, so yeah, 94 for me. Awesome. And what what was the the Rotten Tomatoes? 90 from critics, 97 from the audience. So that's an aggregate of 94. 94. That's a 94 <laughs> average. Excellent. So I'm you're, a hater. I hate those guys. <laughs> no, you're you're a critic. You gave it a 90. Yeah. <laughs> Step above. All right. That said. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, drop down into the comments and let us know if you've ever seen this, what you thought of the movie. Uh, definitely hit that like button, the subscribe button if you have not, and definitely the bell icon so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. Uh, Cocktail Cinema comes out every Sunday, and we've got a couple of other shows that come out once a month. Uh, Greg, did you want to talk to them about Director's Cut real fast? Director's Cut is going to be awesome. I think you've got a little snippet of what we've been doing, but we basically take a couple directors or one director each month and dissect them, give our feelings, our personal jives with them, and you know, kind of shred them a little bit. That's what we yeah. do for Director's really, Cut. Really cut into them. Cut into those directors. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. All right, cut. Cut. Everybody cut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've got a couple other uh, a couple other fun projects coming down the line. You know, Shasi's working on some stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. We got some really good interviews coming down for the Fozcast, so yep, keep yep. your eyes and ears open for that. Um, if you appreciate the project, head on over to our Patreon and support us if you can. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get early access to all of our projects, all our videos, and exclusive access to our show called The Sip, where we take usually a little bit of history and apply it to our modern day. Uh, Greg. Shasti, yes, love you boys. Pleasure, this my dude. Excellent time. Audience, we see you, we hear you, we love you, and we've got to say goodbye.